0: Welcome to the Nostalgia Test Podcast, the show where 2 longtime friends put their mainstream pop culture past to the ultimate test, the Nostalgia Test. My name is Daniel Vissinger here in LA, and I'm here with my co-host and friend Manny Coelho there in New York. How you doing, Manny?
1: What's going on, everyone? What? What up?
0: Yeah, and today we do have a great episode, I think.
1: Do the intro, bro. You got all the stats, I'm sure.
0: I got some stats. I got, yeah, yeah. I got I, some I, stats. I looked up
1: some some things on uh yeah. on this last night.
0: Oh, uh, I went into uh, a big teenage mutant ninja turtle hole after this.
1: I'm gonna anyone. say I'm gonna say I I'm a believer. I changed my mind on this when I first put it on. I was like, oh, what are we watching? Why are we doing this one? <laughs> and then I'm I am in it.
0: In I, it. I thought I was coming in here because we spoke a little bit about this earlier this week, just like kind of in passing, texting and stuff. And I I was really thought I was coming in here to fight you on this one. Uh, Uh, Yeah.
1: You know, I didn't realize how passionate you were about this one. This was kind of like your cocktail, right? (laughs) Because I was like, wow, you were really that into it. Uh, (sighs) Because when we first went over this, when I first saw it, I hadn't seen this movie since I was 10, probably.
0: Let's let everyone know what we're talking about. It, this is the... Yeah. <laughs> we are already in there. We haven't even told everyone that. we are. Oh, God, yeah, we didn't, the, didn't even say it. Yeah, we're talking about the 1990s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. This the,
1: ori- the original.
0: The original, the OG yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film from 1990. This movie is 90s to the core. It is... Uh, <laughs> '90s to the core. It was released in March 30th, 1990. The budget of this movie was 13.5 million, and in the end, the box office total was 202 million dollars in 1990. That's Biggest
1: independent release,
0: yeah. I was, box
1: office ever, which I had I mean, no idea it was independent.
0: So this is an indie film. So Teenage Mutant Ninja an an Turtles film. is an indie film, okay? Indie film. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a 90 American, 1990 American martial arts superhero comedy film directed by Steve Barron based on a fictional superhero team of the same name. The story follows Splinter and the Turtles. They're meeting April O'Neil and Casey Jones and their confrontation with the Shredder and his Foot Clan. It stars <laughs> Judith Hogue, Elias Cotis, and the voices of Brian Tochi, Robbie Riss, Corey Feldman, and Josh Pice. Who? Um,
1: Yes. <laughs> and wow and this, biggest yeah. name in in all of that was all those names. Mm. Uh, I mean Corey Feldman was huge back then. The fact yeah. that they got him as an independ just independent release.
0: I'm still blown away by this as an indie film and I that was the one thing I didn't know going back into this movie that this was an indie I
1: wouldn't show. think this was an independent film because, no. I mean, like, it was a comic book film. It was an uh, origin story, you know? Like, I was like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, somebody was doing it to make a buck, you know? Mm-hmm. But then after you dive into it and figure out what, what this all was and that nobody even wanted to touch comic book movies no. after the fail of... Uh, there was a movie that came out. Uh, it was like a Marvel movie before this. The story goes that nobody wanted to make this. Nobody no. wanted to back this because they were like, no one's going to go see this. And I didn't realize this. They didn't want to be like the cartoon that this was closer to the comic book. Mm -hmm. But yet I think you needed to know a little bit more about the cartoon to even understand what the heck's going on in this movie. But I I don't think they cared. That's why at first I was like, what am I watching? (laughs) The first like like, minute of the movie, I'm like, no, no, I'm going to try. I'm going to shut this off. And then like, I didn't like it. We were arguing a little bit. And then I was like, let me go check this out again. And then I got into it. I (laughs) believed the movie. I I slipped into the world of it. And I was all in. It was really 90s. And Remember Short Circuit? Remember the movie Short Circuit? Yes. Oh my god, yes. Yes. Five is Alive. They came out with a second one. And the grittiness of New York in that one, they reminded me of the grittiness in this one too. Like It was like real dark crappy new york
0: oh it was gross like the the new york you heard
1: like no one ever wanted to go to going into the city was terrible like if you took the subway too far and you you walked outside you ran right back in like long island people hate
0: going there it looked like that this was the new york that for some reason hipsters or, or other people kind of reminisce going oh i miss that new york when i don't know if they really understand what they do miss of that New York, because that opening scene of New York, I was just like, nope, nope, no, no, No. I'm sorry. Like not, I know that it's crazy, weirdly gentrified now and everything, but, but 1990s New York. No, there's a reason why Raphael is able to walk around in broad daylight as a Ninja Turtle with just a trench coat on because no one cares that a mutant is walking around because everyone is a mutant in 1990. Oh, you know, it's crazy, man. <laughs> that dudes walking Very around a trench coat. I mean, we're jumping around, like, going right to it. But, like, Raphael is just literally in a trench coat and hat and a backpack, goes to see a movie, and walks around in broad daylight. I mean, there's no way. It like- was
1: crazy. I was thinking that too. And like, there was parts when he was doing like karate moves. And <laughs> I'm like, you know, other people watching, right? But like, it, it goes back to no one gives a fuck in New York. Everyone's already strange. But look, like, and then like the pickpocketing that goes on. Oh. Like that shit happened. That God, was so- happening. So let's let's go back a little <laughs> let's bit. pull it back you know, because first of all. I kind of want to start with the fact that Jim Henson was involved in this movie.
0: Uh, Muppet Factory. They made the, the Ninja Turtle cast. They made those things.
1: Yeah. So I don't know if you read, but he was kind of upset that there was so much violence. But like, did you not know? Yeah, that's the it thing. It's called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like, did you not know that there was going to be violence in the movie? Which of all, wasn't crazy violence, but I guess for the age group, it might have been. I mean, there were certain scenes that I was like, oh, okay. I can understand why they're saying it was violent. But I don't know why he would agree to do it if he didn't know that there was some sort of yeah. karate going to go on. But I love this rendition. Oh. I don't know if you've seen the recent ones that are so, so cgi it's uh, annoying.
0: I watched the trailer of the one from 2014, I think, last night. Yeah. And I didn't even know what I was watching. Like oh, I didn't know it was a movie. It didn't really look like a movie. I don't know what it was.
1: Like if Mountain Dew decided to do uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not to do decided yeah. to be in the ooze uh, <laughs> uh and they decided to make a movie That's yeah basically.
0: like the new ninja turtles like the x games of ninja turtles way too much monster energy drink like mm-hmm. it was crazy and yeah. i i hate the voices, even though the voices of these Ninja Turtles are crazy, and I'm gonna ha- we're gonna have to go through all of their accents. Oh my god! But the voices of the 2014 Ninja Turtles, it's they're not good. It's just not good. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense.
1: And they don't even look like teenagers. They're no. they're teenagers that like work out. Remember when Ben Affleck was in that HBO movie about steroids? That was what I was remembering. I don't know. It was terrible. i I seen both of them too and I was like uh, first of all, the CGI throws you right off and I understand all movies are disbelief, right? You're supposed to like suspend yourself in it and get into it but the animatronics, the Muppeteering in this specific movie was so good that you almost were like, wow, if turtles were real, if this was real, this is kind of like the way they would look. Uh, I didn't like the rat because it was too much like a rat but (laughs) it
0: <laughs> I agree because it's so great when a movie is something like this where there's like a, an unbelievable character that lives in the actual world of the film, so that yeah. the other actors, like the human actors, like you know April O'Neil, Casey Jones, they can actually act against something and are actually. Interacting with something and someone, um, mm-hmm. it makes it so much better because it doesn't feel like everything around it is green screen. You're inside the film the whole time; like it doesn't feel yeah. like a cut scene from a video game or something crazy, right? Like, but like when it starts, it is just pickpocketing. You've got your April O'Neil voiceover you got your New York post with no pun, which I was weirded out that the New York post (laughs) had no pun on the cover in the beginning. I was like, what? And then they started listing the things that were stolen. And that was my favorite, one of my favorite parts because they're like, everything from skateboards to car stereos i'm like okay well skateboards and car stereos two very different items that we're talking about here i I don't know if they belong in the same thing what was funny is i'm watching it and i realized most of these criminals like most of these pickpockets, are these white kids is it because they're white that they can't see them because they're doing this in broad daylight and
1: then like Uh, you know it reminded me of the movie like warriors too like you know it's like all this was just happening like
0: how did you not
1: know like, how do you not see this or do or say anything? It's like everybody was like scared to stand up to them and stuff. It was, it was interesting. Yeah, that was. You yeah, ready? and
0: then they had the the van full of ninjas in full ninja outfits. Who's driving this van? If they're a ninja driving a van, that's you know obvious that we need to pull that van. Old. You know, so right. it was weird that like the ninjas weren't doing the things that were the pickpocketing. Thinking like, oh, they're ninjas, right? Shredder's yeah, yeah, ninjas out to do the stealing because they're quiet. They're ninjas. But he sends the kids out to do that, and the ninjas to be the getaway drivers. Uh, but a big thing happened to me, like right away, where I was like, it just like stood out the whole time too, and it's like stereotype. And- I mean, back
1: then, you you figure that that's how movies were. Plus, let's not forget that again. This is an independent film. They were able to do whatever they wanted to do. Like I also was thinking about like characters, right? Um, back to this, the way they were, and the, they didn't use CGI, and they, and they weren't. What I would say, cute to look at. No, like, if he took this over, they would have moved the eyes. They would have done this. They would have done that for it yes. to be pleasant. That's why the rat winter was terrible to look at. Right? Even was like <laughs> when he was about to meditate. I was like, what the hell is about to happen? Right? I think they cut that out. They probably had a long scene that he's meditating, and he's like, ah, and the species.
0: Like,
1: Thank God they had the, yep. the kids like start dancing. Right. If that was Disney or any other like big studio, they would have made them look better. They would have made them look cuter. Except instead, because it was an independent, I believe, now that I see it, I'm like, oh now I get it. They wanted to look real. They wanted to be like, if a rat
0: became super big, yeah. This is what it would look like. It's not pleasant to look at. A rat is not cute. So but was, no one was pleasant to look at. It was so 90s and so like real that I was, yeah. Everyone's gross and dirty and and, and like in and yeah, out of the April sewer.
1: But Everybody the thing is, kind of, what were they wearing? Like <laughs> <It's> crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll have to. We'll get to that. But like when we see April O'Neil in the beginning of the movie, it was a daytime broadcast. It looks like she's leaving the news station at like two in the morning.
1: Yeah, that goes back until like. You just suspend the belief of you've now gone to... A, she was there for a long time. She works all overtime. Yeah. And now she's like leaving home at night. I mean, she she's leaving like, work at night.
0: She was like the premier investigative journalist of New York. It was crazy the types of things yeah. that she was doing. But what's yeah. funny is she walks outside. The, all these supposed teenagers are robbing her van. And who's standing there? Sam Rockwell. Now Sam
1: Rockwell. Goes back to thinking, too independent movie was this one of his first films
0: it had to have been one of his first films it had to have been so he's supposed to be a teenager
1: looks like he's 25
0: he looks like he's 25 years old sam rockwell now somewhere in (laughs) somewhere in this movie though skeet ulrich is also in this film uncredited or something like that and um someone else i forget as well so there's a lot of people in this film right yeah But Sam Rockwell's there. They attack April O'Neil. It takes like five of them to tackle her to the ground. And then all of a sudden, here come the turtles, right? The worst
1: cut ever is when Raph throws his uh, weapon and hits the light. And it takes like a second for the light to go off. Yeah. (laughs) It needs needs to show you the weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a bad cut, but they do what they do. Then it goes like this weird beginning title credit scene.
0: Yeah, that was the cold Cold. open to the moon. Cold. Uh, and then this weird, hip-hop, funky introduction to the movie. Then you get everyone's personality and accent. So I just want, like... Right there.
1: Right there. Okay? there's This movie <laughs> really doesn't even introduce you slow. It's just like, hey, you better know about the turtles. <laughs> this, like, we have no you know, time
0: like, to explain that's this why I
1: didn't like it at first, because I was like, they're just talking, like, nonsense. That
0: was spectacular. <laughs> goofy right. right. yeah. You oh know, and God. and
1: you're like, if you didn't see the cartoon, yeah, right away, this is for the fans. Like yeah. we're going right to the fans. Eventually yeah. we're gonna go back and talk about the origin story. Yeah. But and that's what like twenty minutes later, but we're gonna
0: get to these guys right away. Like this yeah. is how goofy they are. Yeah. They're teenagers. That's so. what I want to talk about. They're okay. teenagers. Okay, later on the movie, you find out this is 15 years ago that this started, like that they were mutated. Yes. But they're are they fi- all teenagers? I think they're all supposed to be the same age. You think
1: so? Because well- <laughs> I wanted to talk about that. <laughs> because it seems like Raph is definitely older. He may still be a teenager, but he might be like the senior. And him and Leonardo are the seniors and Donatello might be the sophomore junior and Michelangelo is a freshman. But
0: Donatello like, has an accent out of a nineteen fifties gangster movie. He's talking about all this weird Don Raf. No, Raphael is from a borough of New York that you only make movies about New York on. That's the yeah. accent that he has. The New York accent that you only use in movies about New York.
1: It was definitely the most exaggerated version of New York ever but didn't sound like a 15-year-old that would talk like that. He sounded no. like an older person. He sounded Those like Rocky Balboa. Like yes, yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> a lost the <Yeah>. sigh. <laughs> lost the sigh. Lost it. Then it is gone. Splinter is every Zen Buddhist cliche throughout the whole movie. The whole then movie. God. it is gone. It's just like, <laughs> it's like ridiculous. His, his
1: quotes are only Zen Buddhist. He doesn't say anything.
0: <laughs> Nothing he says If it's a zero. message,
1: you know? You have such a young face to have so many African things. like hold
0: so many burdens or something like uh, that? So,
1: yeah, that hold so many burdens. <laughs> and everything is the what? whole story. You're like, shut up. Like <laughs> All the things starting with him and Raf, and he's like, remember me and remember your oh brother. Oh, my
0: God, yes. That was so emotional, though. So yeah. you got Raphael's from some place in New York that no one knows, but they only make movies. Michelangelo has a SoCal accent. I don't know how.
1: Yeah, Michelangelo is supposed to be the party guy. Yeah. So they're saying like, oh, we're gonna make him like the surfer man. Yeah. Surfer from Cali, but he lives in New York.
0: <laughs> but he's, he never, been York. he's, he's never been to California. He's only been in to the
1: California. sewer. He's been a sewer of New York, but he somehow <laughs> picked up an accent. That sounds like he's from California.
0: Yeah, he sounds like he's been in like the movie Three Ninjas, but like he, or Surf Ninjas. <laughs> it doesn't make sense because they all have different accents, and then Leonardo has some sort of nondescript "I'm the leader" accent, which is like the reason why out of all the Ninja Turtles, Leonardo is by far my least favorite. Just like at the, in the X Men, Cyclops is the worst like my least favorite x-men he's just annoying and i'm just like why do we even care about this character
1: i don't even know where he displays good leadership
0: <laughs> never does in any,
1: in any of the shows or whatever he kind of is always the neutral guy but for some reason he's the captain yeah like, but is he leading by not
0: leaving I, I, it's I like know. he's leading by maybe because he wears blue like, I, I, uh, maybe I that's why? I have no idea. Maybe
1: because his name starts with an L? I don't I don't, I don't know. <laughs> he's the most... It always f- seems like, to me, that Raphael is the hidden leader.
0: Yeah. First of all, Raphael has, like, a whole journey. It's really a movie about Raphael. Like, this is a movie about Raphael most oh, of the yeah. time.
1: I mean, it's yeah, his dude, film. Right away, he forgets, you know, he loses his... Yeah. Breath. Loses his side. And then he leaves. And he's like, I'm going to go to the movies. Yeah. So it's like... All right, you're just gonna, you know, your rat sensei just said you have to learn the art of fitting in and not being seen, and you're gonna go to the movies wearing a trench coat that has a backpack, for some reason,
0: and a fedora. Um,
1: and, yeah, and a fedora, and you're just gonna go, and no one's gonna stop you. And then meanwhile, that's happening. With Donatello, who is supposed to be the smartest person in the room, he's
0: supposed to be a scientist,
1: and, and Leonardo are doing. A dance. They're dancing. Everyone's dancing. Go, there's an Egyptian dance going on. Wow. Wow, Splinter is still doing his little speech of some sort. And then Raphael's just like, I'm out, you know? And then stops no, him.
0: Awesome. That's why
1: this movie is, it's a Raphael movie. Yeah. Raphael, the hidden leader. Where'd they get money? I don't know. where did oh, they, they have they, money? They're trying to figure out, like, where did they get 10 bucks to pay this? <laughs> for this pizza. What's crazy is that we haven't even left 20 minutes of this movie. This isn't even 20
0: minutes into the film yet.
1: In the meantime, there was a pizza being delivered, right? And Michelangelo's (laughs) eating a popsicle. It seems like it's a popsicle. And Donatello comes in skateboarding and says something to Michelangelo about like, you know, Splinter talking about not being there anymore. It's like some heavy shit. And you know what Michelangelo's response is? It's dude three minutes late three bucks up <laughs> three bucks up i'm like uh what like <laughs> the guy's like, brainless this <laughs> guy is brainless
0: but my question was do you remember that if the domino's pizza was late there was like a discount
1: yes there was um oh, there was a man. promotion that they did that is 30 minutes or less or it's free wow yeah
0: that's amazing so, yeah
1: yes yeah. so i don't know if they did that after the movie or during but you know, another key little hint that I saw was that Pizza Hut took out, like, a lot of money and advertising money to push this movie, even though the movie uh, had uh, dominoes in it. Yeah. I think nowadays, if it would happen, I'm sure they would have CGI'd that and made it a Domino's. Yeah. I mean, made a Pizza Hut delivery instead of a domino. Also, product placement was everywhere in this oh movie. Oh, God uh mcdonald's weirdly placed while danny the the oh it was
0: burger king
1: oh burger king that's what it was yeah. okay
0: i just want to say something about that this is what <laughs> made me realize this is an indie film all the product placement was like the b team product placement instead of mcdonald's at that time burger king was not as great right so you no. had like this burger king box and it looked horrible yeah you have pepsi instead of coke you yep. have Domino's instead of Pizza Hut. I mean, with a $13.5 million budget in 1990, they're lucky. They shot most of it in North Carolina. You could tell that the product placement was nothing. And then when you think of like what happened in The Secret of the Ooze, first of all, they didn't even make as much money. Vanilla of course, because then... That film. Yeah. So like, they but made... But then the-
1: because it became a phenomenon, right? Because they're yeah. like, now we want to back this movie. Overnight, it became like this huge success.
0: So they're waiting for that pizza, Michelangelo, not hearing Donatello, he totally has zero brains. And what's funny is like, he is probably one of the more popular Ninja Turtles. Everyone loved Michelangelo because he was funny. He's super annoying, like super annoying. So it's funny you say that
1: because I always liked Michelangelo, obviously. Party dude, always like center of attention, crazy. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of things that I take from him, right? I, in fact, actually uh, just bought a Michelangelo costume for an advertisement for the brewery. Oh, <laughs> because of this movie. So I have to thank you. I was like, oh, I should do something with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I'm getting Michelangelo because of the M or because he's a party dude. Those are out. Um, but I do want to say, yes, I became a fan of Raphael. Yeah, He's the most well-rounded most oh. like attitude, or oh, like always sticks to like, yo. Let's get this done. And Leonardo doesn't <laughs> know what to do. You Nothing. know, Leonardo doesn't move. He's just kind of sits, trying to be all like sensei and
0: zen like. Yeah. And Raphael's like, oh, we gotta get and We gotta get him. Yeah, oh. Raphael's the man. The, this the is, man. I love that he went to the movies. I think it's hilarious. And I wrote in my notes, said it before, but like New York is perfect for this, for him going to the movies because New York in the '90s is a city of mutants. Because like, think of it, he had to go to the movies. He had to hand money to someone with three fingers, three yeah. green fingers. Yeah. How did he get the ticket? How did he go inside? How did he sit in that chair with a shell on his back?
1: I, That's not comfortable. He's That's not wearing uh, shoes. He's got to be like leaning forward, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> he's not wearing shoes. <laughs> That's the dead giveaway. Yeah. Obviously, people in New York, and this is a movie. You can't do this movie anywhere else. It had to be. It had to be yeah. New York.
1: Uh, then he went to go see critters that was was supposed to be a different movie they changed it oh really yeah it was supposed to be a movie that was kind of based on another comic book writer that i don't know why they changed it for that i guess to just advertise for critters right right. yeah so the best thing though like (laughs) the next scene is casey jones right into it like yo let's introduce the human in this boom right in this fight between him and Casey Jones yep. and how Casey Jones is just cool with it. He didn't like bug out that there was a turtle that he had to fight. He was well, just like,
0: all right, cool. He didn't even know he was a turtle. First of all, Casey Jones, one of my favorite characters. Love this guy. Amazing actor. First of all, this actor, I love this actor. Cause he's oh, Chicago TV, one of the yeah. most rooting characters of all time on TV. Oh, he
1: was awesome in that movie. Oh. In that show. I brought that up. because so Kristen really likes Chicago TV and, I was like, yeah, you know who that guy is, right? And she's like, no, it's not. I'll yeah. oh, look it up. It's definitely yeah. him. And she's yeah. like, no way. I'm like, yeah. And yeah. she's like, I can't even believe it. I'm like, yeah, he was like, what, 20 at the time? It's
0: like, really young. Elias Koteas. Yeah. That's how yes. I think you say his name. I mean, unbelievable actor. So Gazy Jones <laughs> comes in because these two kids stole a pocketbook. Then Raphael stops him by tripping them and like having a big done, green foot this big green foot no one notices that he just got tripped by a foot he turns around and he opens his jacket and points to a sigh on his <laughs> back, right now the kids run away and in my head i'm like now as a as an adult i'm like they definitely ran away because they saw that this was a turtle right like you know, of-
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what i thought i was like wait they ran away because of the weapon or because they were like Oh, uh, that was a big green turtle.
0: Yeah, he just got tripped by an alien. Like, it's a mutant, right? So they jump over into Central Park, I'm guessing, or wherever. Which is but,
1: already scary, in the rambles. In saying.
0: the 90s, <laughs> you're jumping into Central Park. That was the worst place to go. Of course you're meeting Casey Jones there. That guy is prowling Central Park in the middle of the night, right? Yeah. So he comes in, and he straight up hits that kid in the face with a <laughs> hockey stick. He has to go to the hospital. That kid has to go to the hospital because... It's, what it's, was
1: this rated PG? PG. PG and a, a man hits another person in the face.
0: A child. <laughs> he hits a child. There is so much child abuse in this film. <laughs> it's ridiculous. it's not, was rated PG. Yeah, dude. That's what I was talking about yesterday. I was watching. I'm like, this is PG. If I compare that to recent PG movies, this would have to be a PG-13 film.
1: Oh, it's definitely a PG-13 film.
0: Did he hit – they they straight up hit each other with weapons. He didn't just hit the kid. He spun around and hit him with the edge of the hockey stick. (laughs) (laughs) Bloss!
1: He has, like, more weapons. He had cricket. He had, I think, a baseball
0: bat at one point. Well, well, those are his superpowers.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) he's he's a washed up pro amateur
0: yeah, <laughs> he's, who's now he's a homeless destroyed. renegade who i will talk about his sweatpants at a later part of the podcast it's the most obscene <laughs> sweatpants of, of all time
1: everything about him was obscene the mask i'm like i don't even know what's going on
0: okay you played hockey so yeah. did i yeah that's not a real yeah. hockey
1: mask That doesn't mask like you know to Go against, like, Friday the 13th, like, kind of, man. That's when it was, like, the 70s. Like, in the 90s, we had goalie matches that were better than that. And this guy's Could
0: you imagine playing hockey with people for the first time being, like, in someone rolling up with that, man? kind of like, I have to go home. Like, I'm not, just not. So, okay, so Casey Jones is about to, I guess, kill this kid with, like, play high, sticking the kid now in the head. Yeah. And, <laughs> And he is stopped by Raphael in his jacket and hat. And Casey Jones still doesn't know that this is a turtle at all. No. No. It's dark,
1: dark. Dan. It's dark. dark. (laughs) (laughs) And New York City in the 90s, there was only like one lamp. (laughs) (laughs) The whole time, Casey Jones and him.
0: Okay, so they're fighting in the dark. Okay, (laughs) 90s dark. This is my favorite part because at this point, Probably even earlier, I realized I know every line of dialogue in this film. Really? Dude, because every time Raphael opened his mouth, I was like, You got cricket? You gotta know what a crumpet is before you like first of all, that means nothing. Second of all, no wonder you got hit in the head with a cricket bat. But like but he got hit. And they do this shot so many times in this movie of like underneath and a floating body. And like The only thing
1: they could do—it's the only thing they can do with their budget. They're like, (laughs) and he lands
0: in a wireframe garbage can and can't get out of it. No, he's a mutant ninja turtle. (laughs) He has muscles. This garbage can—he is stuck in it. And Casey Jones gets away, and Raphael then runs after him. Right, hops over a taxi cab. Josh Pice is in the taxi cab. Who's the voice of one of them? I think I forget he's who. The voice of Raphael. He's the voice of Raphael. He
1: yeah. So he's, I read that he put, hey, Everybody who played the voice makes a yeah. cameo. But wait, yeah, but well, Corey, Corey
0: Feldman Corey, didn't make a.
1: Maybe not, but you know, he only got paid like twelve hundred dollars. Um, I, I think he made money in the back end. He didn't think he was going to make that much money. Uh,
0: uh, poor Corey out. Feldman. Yes,
1: yeah, so he was in it, and it says like. Was
0: that a turtle in a in a trench coat? Like what was it? It looked like a giant turtle in a trench coat. <laughs> you going to LaGuardia? <laughs> yeah. The greatest line. And then Raphael screams damn, which is like the curse word for the entire show, the entire movie.
1: Yes. And, and again sets up that they're terrible at what they do.
0: Just remind you.
1: Of. They're not good.
0: Well, they're they 15 up,
1: <laughs> I, I know that. They beat up, Rob, you know, the the first group, but he gets his butt kicked by Casey Jones.
0: Yeah. Is Casey Jones that powerful? Oh, he looks scrawny. He and he's not a ninja. No, he just, he just he, swings pets. He's a bag full of sporting equipment. <laughs> he just swings bats, dude. <laughs> so yeah, that's so like that lost, right? Yeah, so that's a yeah. loss. He goes back against the speech from Splinter.
1: Uh, yeah, and that came out of nowhere, right? And there you're like
0: are so many emotional moments in this movie where but I'm just like so quickly too. 1990 so i'm at that time eight
1: Mm -hmm.
0: like eight years old nine years old when i saw this Mm -hmm. that those moments must have went right over my head
1: um yeah you were eight you know (laughs) you were just waiting for the next scene
0: yeah which is april's apartment um, which april's apartment i have questions about where she lives because did you notice that the glass was broken on the window yeah the glass was broken. Later, we see her tub. It's gross. (laughs) She's supposed to be like the number one reporter in New York. (laughs) In New York. She lives on 11th and Bleecker in the 90s over an antique shop that her family owned. We don't know what happened to her parents. I'm guessing everyone that she knows is dead. I don't know.
1: Nobody runs the antique store because it's all
0: dusty and gross. She opens it twice a week. When? On the weekends, she says. To them Um. later (laughs) but this is my question she owns downstairs does she own the entire upstairs is she the only apartment i don't know because because what
1: happens is insane then
0: yeah because then everyone died in that building like there's a lot of unspecified death in this movie and we're gonna get to all of it that
1: kind of goes along with like any children's thing with like cartoons and stuff and like "Uh, we're not going to talk about that all those people just died
0: so anyway, Danny is in there. He's got a Walkman, which is a, like a hot commodity. Do you remember your Walkman?
1: Um, I do.
0: I mean, do you miss having a Walkman?
1: I think I miss like some of the songs I used to listen to on there. I don't know if I really mi- no, no, I don't. No,
0: <laughs> no I don't.
1: not anymore. And then I can listen to any album I want now. Imagine having to have twenty cassettes on you right now. I used yeah. to
0: pack all those CDs when I had a for school. I used to pack a bunch of albums to listen to. I don't know what yeah. I was thinking. But like I had a Walkman that had a radio on it, too, which was awesome. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. Um, so April is in there talking. Her boss is like Mr. Belding's cousin or something. Um, he was like the most whiny boss of all time.
1: He reminded me of the news guy from uh, Spider-Man. He wants the news, but he also... Gets bought by people, and he's just—he's whiny. And he hates yeah. everybody. He's a typical like boss of a news.
0: Show. Yeah, and his kid is super annoying. But he robs April O'Neil of twenty bucks. Yes, like, this kid is gross and horrible. After that, because he's she's you know pressing the police chief. We see her with the police chief in City Hall doing her job, I guess. Cut to what looks like about twenty-five television and Shredder is watching all 25 televisions watching <laughs> April. <laughs> the,
1: same, the same channel. The same okay. channel. You would okay. think if you have 25 televisions, you're using it to see everything that's going on. Instead, he chose to watch one show. The Channel 9 News. The Channel 9 News. But then it gives him a chance to throw something at one of them.
0: <laughs> what was
1: There It was a terrible cut, too. It was terrible.
0: That was um, maybe the only CGI in the whole movie. Yeah. It didn't yeah. look good. It like a weird knife. It just looked like a stick. Just like a point on it.
1: It was, it was bad. I was like, okay, move on.
0: Yeah. So, so she, gets, um, she gets yelled at by the police chief, who this guy is crazy.
1: Well, he's a typical, you know, bought out, corrupted, doesn't believe anything, really underlined racism going on in here. This movie would not fly in this no. world. Today. This
0: guy says some crazy stuff. Oh my god. Even like just how Splinter talked. You're just like, wow. Okay. That's Okay. You're right. And I and I'm down with that. But let's understand two things about this movie. Shredder and his partner there. Yeah. Both played by Asian actors, right? Sure. Voiced by two white guys to sound stereotypically in a very horribly racist way, Asian. Are you kidding? No
1: that wasn't their voice no so they were voiced to sound like they were speaking now, english
0: i'm pretty sure i looked on the imdb page and it was like shredder and then shredder voice
1: whoa mine is
0: blank <laughs> like i'm pretty sure because then i started I watching mean, the lips. As well have been
1: a disney movie then
0: yeah it's dubbed terribly like they must have adr'd the whole thing but had two white guys do it in his really weird racist way.
1: <laughs> that just blew me away because I just thought the most racist or just racist sounding uh, was the rat, was Splinter. But uh, I oh, yeah. definitely don't think that
0: would have passed right now. So now Shredder wants April silenced. What does he do? He sends a ton of ninjas her way. But who is following her in broad daylight? Again, in his master disguise, Raphael. The leader. Not that would- Not Leonardo. No, Raphael. because everyone else is at home just like drooling over April O'Neil. I mean, it is really weird how infatuated they are with her, I guess, because well, that's
1: kind of like teenage crush. Age.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes after them. The only added part of his disguise is a New York Post. So he's just hiding behind a newspaper. Still a gigantic turtle. No shoes. Still, still not wearing shoes. <laughs> yeah, no shoes. So he runs down to the subway. She runs down to the subway. It's broad daylight. She's at the city hall stop. People get on the train. There's no one there. No one there during the day. She's not the only one who missed the train that day. Like right then yeah. and there. Like there's a million other people that missed the train, and she's by herself. So she gets. So this is the second, the third time that April O'Neil is victimized in this movie. In the beginning, she's jumped by Sam Rockwell and like a bunch of other guys. Danny steals 20 bucks from her. That's the second time that she's victimized. Yeah. And then this is the third time she's, well, you could say maybe the fourth time at this point because she is screamed at by the police chief, but we'll let that one slide I guess. So she gets victimized again when she just gets smacked in the face by a ninja. ninja. Uh, smacked
1: and then she, in the face.
0: Yeah. And she pulls a sigh out of her pocketbook. <laughs> <laughs> but she's
1: just had it around.
0: Yeah, but that's my question. That's like, another reason
1: why Ralph was, uh, Ralph was following her, because he wanted that back. So,
0: But this is what's funny. You're a New Yorker, right? Okay, maybe you want to bring something with you to defend yourself. So she woke up that day and she's like, all right, I got my lipstick, I got this, I got maybe a snack for later, and my side that I found
1: that I have no idea how to use.
0: <laughs> no, she pulls out immediately gets knocked out of her hand, of course. And what does she do? She then's like that's it. Like a real New Yorker, she's like I'm not going down. She tries to beat these ninjas up with her pocketbook. They take a bunch of blows and then they just like punch her in the face or something. Yeah. Oh god, she goes down and then Raphael comes to the rescue and totally kicks butt and then jumps down onto the train tracks into the sewer the, yes. with April O'Neil.
1: And doesn't think at all that People are going to follow you.
0: Right. It's not like you killed any of these guys. They're going sure. to follow you. Yes. But here's the thing. They must all smell like garbage because they, <laughs> they live in the sewer, right? He must smell terrible when he goes out to watch the movie. He's got to have piss and shit on his feet while he's like walking around because they're walking through the sewer. <laughs> There's no way that they get away with any of this.
1: I mean you got that's where you have to just go, Well, I mean it is a movie about teenager ninja Well
0: right. later on, April's walking down there in flats. Yeah. <laughs> like Phoenix yeah.
1: posed. They they live in a different world than we than we are in. But but for some reason it's based in New York. So like there's in New York, but there's also it's a movie about teenage root Ninja ninja.
0: Yeah. It's a, so it a rat
1: that has like some weird sweat on him. All
0: he the time. always looks
1: wet. Always. Oh, well, yeah, because yes. it's in the sewer.
0: But that's my thing. All of the sewage is raining down on them, and they're eating pizza that God knows what's going on, and, and they have a payphone down there?
1: Yeah. And how do they use it? Where do they get quarters from? Where Are they just they getting get money from? that falls down there?
0: <laughs> <laughs> is, all the money that falls through the sewer grading, they're down there collecting it. Oh that's my god! What that's,
1: that's what it is. It's like they're oh just getting money to from like coins and yeah. quarters and and dollars that people drop. Yeah. That, I just want to rem- probably yeah. explanation. Absolutely, it, you're not stealing it. No, but, you know.
0: And I just want to remind everyone that I love this movie. <laughs> <I don't care. laughs> I
1: well, thought, was, let's also remind everybody it, it, it's a movie that was meant for like nine-year-olds
0: you know, yeah like
1: maybe even 15 year olds in down there yeah.
0: okay i'm glad you said that well then we get like okay they bring it down there they lay her on the couch this is another one of them an, another amazing Raphael line when it's like what do you think we'd do it's like i oh i don't know a little couple throw pillows a tv news reporter mm-hmm. Raphael is <laughs> laying on the new york accent Thicker than, like, the sewage that is down there.
1: It goes back to the fact that I think he's older. I got to research more behind the the original of this. Is like, there must be something saying, like, if they're all the same age or not.
0: I guess maybe not. I guess not. I mean, I guess maybe Raphael like, could be, like, 19.
1: Or is he, like, acting that way because he, like, saw a certain... Uh, movie or whatever.
0: Yeah, but they're all real like cinephiles. They love watching films because maybe that's it. Maybe they all took on a different yes. personality from a movie they love because after they tell April, you know, she wakes First up and starts all, screaming. Well, yeah,
1: yeah. She wakes up, starts screaming because yeah, because you wake yeah. up and there's a rat the size of you <laughs> in front of you who hasn't moved. No. Okay. No. He's been rained on. It yeah. was wet. Tuck in that chair. <laughs> okay, it, it takes three people to control this rat. By the way. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, she's screaming,
0: but it's. But then just she a- calms down
1: in like five seconds. Splinter goes right into Mister, like origin. Now we get the origin. Yeah.
0: What now we, we get in? a little bit. We get a little bit of the origin well, what, story. What are we?
1: What are we in there? Half hour in?
0: It's a ninety-three minute movie. About like half hour in that we. We're half to- hour in yeah because like we get the origin story we get a little bit of the origin story and that's one thing i did appreciate about this film it didn't just like pound the origin story all at the beginning it made the origin story part of a new narrative right so like there's a narrative of the film and then they're like let's tell you where they came from as we need to i like okay. that because it doesn't waste a movie to kind of be like here's the origin movie you know because how many times we have to see that over and over again the reboot of spider-man how many times am I gonna have to see another origin story or even batman it was fine but like i want a batman story while mm-hmm. like the first batman was michael keaton right batman already exists batman's there doing his thing and then we learn kind of how he becomes batman you know what i mean i don't yeah. care about a whole movie where he's becoming Batman. It doesn't matter. This movie does that really well. It's like, here's a narrative, but we're gonna tell you how what happened as, a ta- as we need. And I, I appreciate it a lot.
1: Yeah, because then it would have been boring just the movie of them just becoming Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
0: Yeah, what are we gonna watch? It's gonna be like watching a Muppet Babies. They're gonna watch a bunch of like illiterate tur- turtles jumping around screaming pizza and radical. Like that's weird.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: Like, what
1: am I watching? I don't want to know what movie, which show they watched first, but that's what their major things were. Radical. Pizza. Cowabunga. Pizza. I, 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 More to that. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to go into the, the turtle <laughs> hole instead of the rabbit hole that is this world of Teenage and and Turtles, which apparently there's like a whole documentary on. Like, well, did you know that the actor who or stunt person who played Raphael was called Shephobricks, so he had, had to do his scene And then take it off and take the mask off every time. Oh
0: my God, that is terrifying. So, okay, so they tell April O'Neil what happens. She's immediately, I guess, inoculated from being around a bunch of mutants.
1: Falls right into it, though.
0: Totally fine. Then what happens? Next cut, they're in her house. I don't know how they got there. How do they get to her house? It's like, this is a New York City that exists where there's no people. because like
1: Somehow they can get out of the sewer, first
0: of all. (laughs) They can just pop, climb. Up.
1: just pop up and then not have to check anywhere to see if anybody's around.
0: It's <laughs> just climbing out of the sewer.
1: And four of them, plus the rat takes three people by the way, to move him um, gets up and he's walking around. I'd like to see him walk around.
0: Yeah. He doesn't do a lot of walking.
1: No, they did not have that in the puppet theory.
0: Section. No, no. He's stuck in that man-made chair of some sorts. So they go back to her apartment they all must be covered in piss and shit at this point. And then like they immediately start eating food. Like they start eating pizza. Like they are gross. Not one person takes a shower in this entire movie. But like so <laughs>
1: <they are laughs> Rats doesn't end up being in a tub.
0: Yeah, yeah, in a tub. Like, you know. But this is where the movie truly picks up. Because yeah. this movie starts to get even more on the border of PG thirteen than ever. They go back to I guess, house in the sewer. April does that weird thing where she's saying goodbye to everyone. Is it daylight? Is it nighttime? I don't know, because they're leaving with no disguises to go back Mm -hmm. into the sewer. I mean, I don't know how that's going to happen. But she does this thing where I took notice of this. She closes the door and like leans her back against it like she's in love with one of them, with Raphael, because that's the last one. Yeah, because
1: she kind of... Doesn't she mention him in the the news or something like totally that?
0: Totally inappropriate. Yeah. So she's, this is I mean, this is a love, a love story.
1: story. It's a love story, but that's what I'm saying. How old is Ref?
0: How old is Ref? This is a love story between a mutant turtle and a news reporter.
1: Yes. Who who he left his weapon with. Like yeah. she fell in love with him because he left an article of clothing right, <laughs> with her.
0: <laughs> absolutely and then, yeah. she, and then it's a mad search for her so she's in love right it's really weird um raf
1: doesn't, doesn't care at all no. Being played it the whole time mikey won't stop talking oh my though.
0: god it's just like over him and donna i mean it's just like, crazy. like leonardo
1: i don't know what's going on leonardo's in love with raf but
0: like, <laughs> like <laughs> Michelangelo Donatello, I feel like this it's a dangerous situation for them to even be near April O'Neill. I think like yeah. they can't shouldn't even be close to her at all. I guess they sneak back down into the sewer. What happens? Splinter's been kidnapped. He's not there. Splinter More screaming, an amazing shot. I love that spinning, shaking shot, lots of yeah. emotion. Great job, new line cinema. They go back but this is, again, what time of day is it?
1: Oh, when they're just in the hallway? Yeah. April's hallway. Yeah. Again, she must own the building, and nobody lives in the building.
0: <laughs> is this, the third, this is the third time they've surfaced to go into this building. Yes. Are they on the street buzzing in?
1: No, they must have came from the, the roof.
0: Through the roo- How'd they get to the roof?
1: Through the fire escape.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is the most memorable part of this movie for me when I was a kid. We go, and we finally see where all the child soldiers are from Shredder's Army. It opens up on a nine-year-old probably smoking a gigantic cigar. Yes. <laughs> I it's love this part. part. I mean – This part shows you, like, yo, we're badasses.
1: This is the warrior part. This is, like, you know, that's what this is.
0: Do you remember this from the movie when you – like, did you want yeah, to be you, there?
1: Yeah, because they had, like – they had to put skaters in there, yeah, right? Evil.
0: Skaters are evil.
1: Yeah, and, and like even on the wheels. <laughs> there was pool tables. Pool tables. It was, it was fun. It looked fun.
0: Joe, it looked like an arcade. You had like arcade games. You had skating. You had you know nine year olds smoking cigars. You had as many cigarettes as you wanted. I mean, this was weird.
1: Who was cooking though? Was there a cafeteria? <laughs>
0: <laughs> then, I don't know because I also <laughs> want to know where that right place
1: now. was. I'm just trying, trying to think. Like, there's no, there's no um actual was that long island
0: city because that's the only thing i could think of that it was long island city uh possibly because Because just like from cocktail like long island city in that movie was uh, a garbage place this had to have been some sort of weird area in long island but i love this part and once again who shows up sam rockwell pushing cigarettes on kids that was amazing was
1: he like the was he supposed to be the leader
0: I felt like he was some sort of de facto like uh, leader of the non ninja people of this whole thing.
1: Well, you know, it was crazy because there was. It seemed like there was also like a, a class system in this whole thing, yeah. where it was like you could either be like the lackeys who were like healing, and then you could also choose to like take karate class and move,
0: <laughs> up. <karate> <laughs> <laughs>
1: move up in the rankings of the belt wasn't this the scene too like somebody got to get a mask
0: so you see the child soldiers there like doing graffitis and then hard cut to ninjas and then all of a sudden Tatsu, attacking the one kid in, as this, you know, in training, he bows, and that kid gets kicked in the face. <laughs> Dude, there's so much child abuse in this movie. Casey Jones hits a kid in the face with a hockey stick. This guy just gets kicked in the face by an adult. And then Shredder comes, and everyone has to go see Shredder. Shredder comes out in a glitter cape and glitter pajamas. They definitely spent all their money on everything else, but they were like, oh, crap. We still have Shredder. Oh no, what are we gonna do? And Dude, it was like the, cool. Yeah. It was like that costume you buy at last minute at like the Halloween store that only opens for Halloween and there's like one thing left and it's just like I guess I'm gonna try to wear that
1: Yeah. There was glitter, purple glitter, purple suit with glitter and the weird thing is why did it come with a cape and then that guy has to like take the <laughs> cape? Off of him after he (laughs) walks into the arena.
0: How big is this building? It's like the biggest factory. He's folding back the cape. This is my favorite part. To unveil more metal. Exactly. And like Shredder is Bane before there was Bane. They stole this voice for Bane. He's wearing the Bane mask almost, and he's like, mm-hmm. he puts the weird mask on that kid's face. And being a foot soldier is terrible.
1: You're covered with this netting, this metal netting over the over your eyes. It was you, weird.
0: How are you supposed to fight like that? I don't know. And you can't breathe in that thing.
1: No, There's no air weird. holes. No, even now, like I gotta wear a mask all the time when you know being outside, and yeah. I'm like, oh, this is like tough. It's not good it's for fighting. It's no, not no. good for heavy breathing.
0: No, like, now imagine need... doing a roundhouse with... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you
1: need like all the breathing you can ha- have, yeah. and also your face needs to like breathe so you're not sweating, and it goes over your yeah. eyes, and your eyes are getting yeah. hurt because of the sweat.
0: Okay, so Shredder makes this crazy speech about like him being their father. <laughs> that was creepy. And then what happens? Danny rats on... On wait because he did he see the turtles yet? Yes, he does um, He sees the ninja turtles in April's apartment, remember yes. yeah,
1: yeah, because he sees them he sees them in like in reflection in a mirror.
0: but like that scene where like Michelangelo is hiding under a kitchen table, you're a ninja. What kind of choice is that? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, then, then someone has seen them on the street.
1: You're a turtle, like why not just be your shell? and that's it.
0: okay, so then they're back at her apartment. You know, Raphael and Leonardo get into a fight because, of course, Raphael goes to the roof to, I guess, work out or, like, blow steam.
1: Well, he starts to blow steam. The funny part of that uh, scene, Leonardo and Raph are fighting about something. I guess one of them wants to go right after and fight yeah. Splinter. And the other one wants to take their time. And the other two just go fight, fight, and walk away. Yeah. Like, they clearly know that they're not the leaders.
0: The leadership is being fought over Raphael and Leonardo.
1: Yeah. The person who this is all at fault was Raphael because he let himself be seen. Yeah. As he goes out to watch movies <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> he girls and brings her to their hiding place in the sewer.
0: Yeah. No, this yeah. is all Raphael's fault. Because like, he yeah. should have just left the sigh alone. I'm pretty sure they could have gotten another sigh. The
1: movie would have ended with this. Then it's gone.
0: <laughs> Roll credits.
1: <laughs> it lost the sigh. Then it's gone. Movie over. <laughs> Roll credits. <laughs> <laughs> Roll credits. That's it. It could have been over. But, but yeah. So yeah. Now he's like, I'm going to get out of here. Oh, let him do it. He does it all the time. And he starts doing weird yeah. karate. Yeah. karate. I don't know what he was doing. He was just doing things some car nah, wheels car wheels and then why is Casey Jones
0: i on have rooftop? no idea why Casey Jones is on that rooftop why he's fiddling with a radio
1: my assumption was that he was trying to get like police frequency, you know like <laughs> he was like, trying to see any police activity he's uh, the
0: punisher so, yeah my favorite product placement is right here in this moment with Casey Jones on okay. the f- ground by his foot is a glass bottle of gatorade no there's not yeah
1: dude he's he's an athlete <laughs>
0: yes he's an, he's an athlete he needs his gatorade
1: dude that was only for athletes mitch edberg even said it
0: that's right it's like, right. you know
1: they forget gatorade forgets about that, <laughs> that, that my demographic.
0: do you remember glass bottle gatorade though no oh been great. so much better in a glass bottle Anything
1: is better in a glass bottle.
0: Coke is better than a glass bottle. Orange soda is better than a Fanta is better in a glass bottle. Fago way better in a glass bottle. I mean, come on. <laughs> but <laughs> but bottle. yeah. So he has Gatorade. Obviously, you're right because he's an athlete. So why? That's why Casey Jones needs. That's Gatorade. why they
1: have it. They're like, what are we gonna give him as a product placement? Well, he's an <laughs> yeah.
0: athlete. S- still wearing the same clothes he was <laughs> wearing maybe four days ago. The sweatpants? <laughs> those sweatpants. I can't wait. We're going to get to those sweatpants. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the sweatpants. No, there's a problem with those sweatpants. So like, the best yeah. thing
1: is like, so Raph does not give a shit about no. Splinter's no. wisdom all the time. He's like, you need to master the art of un- not being seen. Raph goes up yeah. to go do car wheels on a rooftop.
0: And stare over
1: mm-hmm. the ledge. And they're not even at the tallest building in, uh, in New York. Like, no. He's in a very low...
0: He's on a very r- low floor, roof. Mean, yeah. yeah. Two huh. floors. There's two floors. The Be antique terrible. shop and then the apartment shop and the apartment floor. That's two it. Two floor. That's two floors. So you're yeah. definitely being seen. A hundred percent. Right. So what happens? The foot come behind him and you, it's gearing up for what I think is one of the greatest fight scenes in this whole movie, basically. But what's really hilarious is that when April O'Neil comes back, Leonardo literally asks her, have you heard anything? About what? (laughs) Have you heard? Did anyone report a kidnapped mutant rat? (laughs) I mean, no one's going to hear anything, you idiot. (laughs) Hey, uh, have you heard? No, we're going to put the report out. We're going to keep waiting. I'm sure something will come up. (laughs) You are? You're sure something's going to come up about a mutant rat? Being kidnapped by a guy covered in blades. <laughs> Co, I know you're chasing down this army of child soldiers, right? But like, you're not going to tell, like, have you heard anything?
1: Who's a terrible leader?
0: <laughs> <laughs> terrible leader. <I laughs>
1: have, have to go through this. He's like the guy <laughs> when you play like games and you have to pick the different strengths. Oh, he's yeah. like the average guy. Yeah, yeah. In, in Super Mario Bros. 2, he's Mario.
0: Yeah, he's the. No one cares. He's like, ah, oh, there's no power here. Yes, you know, yeah, what the hell with this guy?
1: Yeah, he's average. He's yeah. a, he's, he's okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, and Donatello's like Luigi <laughs> <laughs> because he carries a stick. Now I thought the stick was a cool weapon, but like, that stick's gonna get cut in half.
1: It is a good weapon, especially in these movies, because they basically only use their weapons to kind of like scare people. Like, Donatello has two swords. I, I, I mean, not Donatello, Leonardo. And I know we're about to go through this big fight scene, but, oh. like, anytime he brings it out, he never uses the sword. No, he only One time. One time. Where
0: he, like, stabs a wall. Right, but he also slices shredder's arm. He does? Oh, yes, he does.
1: Yeah. But, like, other than that, no. Nothing,
0: nothing. Not,
1: never. Never. He's got two swords, Dan. <laughs> and this goes back to thinking about these two guys. Ras and Leonardo. Yeah, they possess the only metal stabbing <laughs> weapons. The other two have wooden weapons.
0: Yeah, and okay. I really believe that nunchucks are the worst weapon.
1: There's people that I know that would actually argue. That. Dude, I think it's a terrible weapon.
0: You're gonna hurt yourself before anything. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather have a stick. Good. You know, I'd be smashing people in the face with it. But you anyway, keep people way longer. Like you know, way you know, longer. The nunchuck, you gotta be close. That thing only flying like a foot away. Yeah, like, what's the point? hit you yourself in the face. Yeah, what's the point? I don't. <laughs> yeah. So then Raph has this gigantic rooftop fight. He gets his ass kicked.
1: Destroyed.
0: Not only does he get his ass kicked, he gets thrown through a glass skylight. I mean, he should be dead. But that fight... On the rooftop, those starts amazing. And this is the thing about Ninja Turtles. This is why I love this movie. The fight choreography for what it was, like for what the movie's supposed to be, was great. It was great. It was good. Yeah. I
1: liked it. It was great. I don't think they're great fighters, but I do like it.
0: They're not great fighters, but you got to think like you are doing some crazy stuff inside this gigantic like Did gym. Did you know Henshin that company. they had to
1: shoot it at a different frame rate because of how? Um, oh wow! It was.
0: That makes a lot of sense. They actually
1: moved a lot slower than what we're seeing. Oh, my God. And they also had to dub in some things because of that.
0: Yeah, that yeah. sounds right. That's horrible. I don't Can know. Can we they just done. talk about,
1: they <laughs> still haven't really gone to search for, for Splinter.
0: Nothing's happened in this film, really. They're, too they're going
1: downstairs to go look at antiques while well, because, their master might be dead.
0: They wait to see if anyone reported a kidnapped rat. So they so they have a lot of time to go look through antiques. And you know they go back upstairs. Raphael gets thrown through a skylight, and this is the fourth time April gets victimized in this movie. Her apartment is destroyed by ninjas. Right, like they jump through every window, every sort of place. You have your famous nunchuck off with, like, Michelangelo and the foot soldier. Then they have... I
1: believe a- was the other guy who played Michelangelo.
0: Is that who did mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. So many amazing internal cameos.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they had a low budget, bro. They only wanted to pay one guy to do three different roles.
0: <laughs> Anyone want to do this role right here? You? You. Come on. Let's go. Let's go.
1: Do it. Oh, the voice is shreddy. You want to also play, uh, you want to play a foot soldier too? <laughs>
0: What about, uh, what about his uh, robe? Who wants to play his robe? Who wants to get kicked in the face? Uh, you kid, this kid, kick that kid in the face. Let's go. <laughs> Did you get that shot? But if we believe all the foot soldiers have to be kids, right? The way it's all set up, it's like the foot soldiers are oldest, 18, 17 years old, 16, 17 years old, probably 17 mm-hmm. years old. So this is a movie about child soldiers fighting other child ninjas.
1: And then it's also about how comfortable they are about seeing for turtles, because if I was a ninja, and I've never seen a turtle before, and he they're going to fight me, I'm out.
0: I'm out. I'm I don't screaming care how good my head off I'm... I am,
1: I'd be like, there's a turtle, and he's the size of me. <laughs>
0: That's a monster.
1: <laughs> we're not fighting. We're not fighting. They were totally comfortable with it. Totally
0: you. Comfortable. you want me to fight this monster? like there's a monster there's four <laughs> monsters in the world that know one english two dialects they all have a specific dialect and three yeah, are ninjas monsters. and they're ninjas. ninjas and they i would be screaming my head off being like i'm out of here but yeah
1: what is this for yeah TV? <laughs> to go to go smoke a cigar Play yeah, pool?
0: Like I'm just gonna go play narc again over there on the <laughs> arcade. <laughs> I
1: was cool I don't, the, to, I don't need to do the, the belt graduation thing. I could just steal
0: yeah, stuff. I you. was <laughs> I was good with the pickpocketing, the free walkman, and like you know, a few cigars a day. Like yeah. you know, I don't want to fight monsters. <laughs> <laughs> they have weapons, like with the and then the best part about this this whole fight, one the, the other ninjas bring in one guy <laughs> <laughs> with all his axes. <laughs> he he axes.
1: And they suck at using them.
0: Where yeah. did this guy come from? <laughs> <laughs> is there a car outside? That's <laughs> <laughs>
1: another thing. First of all, where, how they all get there and why are the cops not seeing this? Why is <laughs> it? Why is no one seeing this? No one one wanted to call nine one one. Nothing.
0: Everyone's in quarantine in this movie, apparently, as well. Like no one's on the street. That's exactly it. This actually took place
1: during quarantine.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like what is happening? Oh my god. Oh my god. That's right.
1: It's like they're using these axes. They all suck at using these axes. This goes back to the fact that there are all teenagers who are still learning how to do anything because they're just, just like the. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they're all terrible at fighting.
0: Oh, horrible. Okay.
1: They're at, at they're basically all at Yellow belt, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: and, and they given axes and have to fight monsters. <laughs> Go. <laughs> and
1: it, and in the middle of it, they're huh. like, what
0: a fortune, dude!
1: And they, you know, obviously it goes back to the comedy that this is, they constantly, they constantly keep it lighthearted. Yeah. While an axe is being thrown at this guy's face. Oh. Talking about how they, they should, thank God, they're not a lumberjack. And they're yeah. playing, like, Wheel of Fortune. They're like, everybody loves Vanna. Yeah. And, um,
0: yeah, that you know, Wheel of Fortune part. Off. Just stay away from him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just walk away. Let him finish spinning.
0: Or at that time, hit
1: him, hit him, hit him with forever. the axe. <laughs> or hit him in the middle. Hit him. <laughs> Go rock him. <laughs> I don't I three of them.
0: Dude, the, the one in the middle. But the one thing was funny is like as I have fights going on, you're panning around the room, in your apartment. There are foot soldiers laid out, right? Like they're not moving. So yeah. I'm like, these guys are dead. Like there, <laughs> <laughs> there are dead teenagers.
1: Many of those are soldiers that have been sliced by Leonardo's sword. <laughs> That's deadly. That's with uh, his thing, the, the, the side. Uh, the side. That's not really like for slashing. It's more for like stabbing. You gotta like then pull it out and then like stick it back in and pull it out. It's gotta get caught every once in a while. That's not a good that's not a good weapon. Your mentality is like you gotta <laughs> keep stabbing the guy. If, if you're that close, because you know, the thing is only like a foot long. Yeah. If you're that close, you're going in. Like you're not just like you're you're you're, you're, you're lunging. You want to like, look
0: at that guy right in the eye or right in the like screened <laughs> off eyes and you're, you're just like, feeling that <laughs> you're
1: feeling the muscle. That you just te- you tear through, <laughs> and then you got to pull it out, right? And what about those hooks? If they hook onto something, it's your you're it's like, you're like double pulling you out. You're <laughs> like, ah, like having a good web.
0: Probably have a nightmares every day. <laughs> so they're fighting. <laughs> And then what happened? More ninjas show up. This is what I, I don't even know where they're coming from. It's like a video yeah. game. Yeah, it's like a video game when you're like, you're a guy walking down the street and just people just keep running at you. Yeah. Like.
1: <laughs> no one knew about the foot, but for some reason there's like over. <laughs> Two <there's> million? <laughs> than at least 150 foot at this house.
0: Yeah, they jumped down. They crash through the floor because they've chopped the floor to bits from, like, the <laughs> axes, and they all fall into the antique shop, okay? Yes. One, a bunch of them should have been dead, right? April O'Neill should totally be dead at this point. this
1: time, I'm taking my mask off so I can breathe. <laughs> <laughs> right? yeah, it's been a it's long like, fight. It's been a long fight at this point. You are, some of them. The ones that are still alive. Yeah. Like, they were running. They were on a rooftop. Maybe some parkour was happening. <laughs> <laughs> then, now they fell through a roof. It's dusty. You're taking oh, that mask off.
0: Yeah. You know there's asbestos in that building.
1: Oh, absolutely. None of them move unless... What is the, what's the what's uh, second... Tatsu. Tatsu
0: sits at his fist and he
1: goes, attack. Like, you needed to tell them to attack? Like, they didn't... Know that that's just their... <laughs> they
0: were uh, doing? You have the pajamas on. You are there. Like, you're not there for anything else at this point. Like you're... the only reason you're there is to attack. But there's more of them. That means after a bunch of them jump down from there and they crash through the floor, that then there's even more of them.
1: See, it would be crazy if you found out they were like clones. <laughs> <laughs> just one really bad yeah. mediocre yellow belt.
0: just like just keep making the same guy let's go he doesn't ever get better
1: he's just kind Uh, of
0: oh my god so then they like fighting in the antique shop michelangelo beating a guy up with symbols it's not a weapon and it hurts the guy again
1: but let's pause we're analyzing a movie to be more than it was it was a pg movie for kids
0: where a guy electrocutes himself with an axe though did you see that's Okay, this is where things get crazy. So it's a PG movie. I, I'm yes. going to give you that, but there's no, but mis- there's some comedy in it. That's why they did this. The the True. symbol, whatever. And then there's this heinous death that happens right after that, where a foot soldier has an axe, swings it at one of the turtles. He misses, obviously, mm. and the, the axe one. goes into a wire. Yeah. And he gets electrocuted. They keep the camera on the guy, and he's like, (laughs) and he's like burning. (laughs) And then the the whole apartment gets set on fire instantly. The fire went through there. It was just like, (laughs) like, holy shit.
1: The best techniques they ever spent.
0: We totally forgot. Casey Jones
1: shows up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Casey Jones shows up and is like, why are you beating up my green friend?
0: And then he sexually harasses April O'Neil. Oh, who's the babe? It's just like, bro, there are. Now you see that there's more than one monster in the world. You've only seen one of them. Now there's three other monsters. Who, by the way,
1: he fell through the floor with April holding on to him.
0: Oh, no, he's she's dead. Still, he's got to be dead.
1: She's still holding on to him. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he sexually harasses her, then they attack, and then now he is beating people up with a hockey stick.
1: It's <laughs> great. But the best is that the, the other three don't question this guy. No. This the first time they've ever met him. Yeah. The only person that knows him is Raf. He's <laughs> knocked out. Raf is knocked out. And he says, what are you guys doing with my green friend? Yeah. He doesn't even know Raf's name. And they're all like, let's do this.
0: <laughs> Let's do this. Like we're good with this guy.
1: They're like, oh, we'll just let this older guy deal with yes. this situation. There's the melting phone, right? Like, wouldn't you, if you were Casey Jones and you saw a melting phone, like, just chop it off out of the way? Because now that might hit your head. Get it yeah. out of the way. No, no, he's, he he's, wants to listen to the message. Do he's old a old
0: nice to Take a message. He's a really good guy. He just might as well have called April Toots, But yeah, it's fine. It's yeah, fine. yeah, and what that answer machine hits a foot soldier in the head. I guess kills him because he goes down. <laughs> goes down. It's fine. A hockey
1: stick didn't bring him down. Yeah.
0: And then oh. he goes into a cubby hole, like a hall like a secret passage. April's whole building is insane. Yeah. And this little piece of paneling is supposed to keep them from getting chased.
1: Yeah, like and so nobody else could get in there,
0: like by with
1: the axe that
0: they just had with. axes. Like <laughs> so they run away. April O'Neill is now homeless. So this is like the fifth time she gets victimized. Not only is her uh, apartment on fire, she loses the antique shop. But the other thing is this. And this is what's it's really dark important. Now, now. By the way. What? It's, it's dark, dark now. Yeah. This fight has been going on for at least six hours. Right? Yeah. Six, seven hours. Are there other people in that building? No. So April owns the whole building.
1: Dude, she's like a normal reporter in New York.
0: <laughs> she is rich. But
1: well, don't forget it. Don't forget that building has a broken window.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. So she lives in squalor. She's actually squatting.
1: <laughs> Her parents oh. lost that building years ago.
0: Uh, she just hasn't left. No, th- yeah. And this was the sixth time, actually, she was victimized. The fifth time was when like the apartment gets destroyed. So that's over now. And then the sixth time is she whole buildings on fire. So now she's homeless. And mm-hmm. the seventh time she gets victimized is she's fired. April O'Neil is her life is trash. Trash. Um, So I just want to remind everyone again: I love this film. Love this film.
1: I just want to let you know that we've gotten really in depth with this movie. I think it's gotten longer than the movie, and I hope everybody knows that you're getting spoilers. Like this, this is like
0: (laughs) (laughs) we're getting spoilers.
1: We worked out every single spoiler of every little scene that's going on. You do love this movie. It sounds like you're making fun of it, but oh. it is great. It is because great. the next scene, for some reason,
0: he has a house in the country? I, I guess this is New Paltz or like wherever they are upstate New York somewhere.
1: Yeah, and in a it's riggedy, another riggy old house,
0: a huge farmhouse. He had family that had money. Where are they? They're dead. <laughs> I love this scene. Now.
1: I could tell you that. I found out that they actually cut this couple, part of the movie. It was a half hour longer. What? There was more. Yeah, there was more scenes of Raphael going through depression. There was like more training scenes. Oh. At one point one of them's wearing a hat, a straw hat. Yeah. There's more, there's more on
0: that. Wow. Cut it. I'd like wow. to see it. I, I would love this.
1: There's I love more this. scenes of Casey Jones and April's love
0: affair. Wow. I would love to see all that because I would love to see more of her voiceover. I mean, it's like all of a sudden April O'Neil takes over this whole story. I
1: thought it was a cool part because it also like brought the drawings in like more of the comic yeah. book look.
0: Yeah. I, I was like, why do
1: they only do two? I wanted to see, and I think they probably did. I think they yeah. went over each person Yeah. or each character. Yeah, and they did it. They cut it. it obviously, it was just Donatello, Leonardo, and she. She mentions Casey Jones, but she doesn't like
0: draw him. Have
1: a draw. Well, We don't
0: see the drawing of him. Possibly. No, but I'm
1: sure she had it.
0: I'm well, sure dude, how could it. you not draw him with that gigantic bulge in the most obscene sweatpants of all time? I mean,
1: oh, it's, it's 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 amazing. <laughs> dude, that too is like how he just calls her every known derogatory thing you yeah. could. Call a woman.
0: Toots. Toots babe. broad babe. Broadzilla. You know. That was the best one. Broadzilla. That was great. And he gives her a very inappropriate massage at one point. Where and he,
1: she's wearing like no bra?
0: She's not wearing a bra.
1: This movie's it's PG. PG movie.
0: He puts he almost puts his she hands might have heels on at one point. Yeah, and he puts his hands almost down her entire shirt.
1: Yes. Michelangelo looks in do you know? I also found another little cl- uh, clue. Uh, Michelangelo has no speaking words in the whole time that they're there.
0: No, he doesn't.
1: And I have a theory why. Why? He's upset about Casey Jones and April's relationship. Uh, He's actually embarrassed and jealous and doesn't know how to take it.
0: Layers. I'm telling you, like this movie has layers.
1: There's actually layers to it. Because I was yeah. like, why did, it, why did they give it they gave Donatello lines. Everybody else's line. He only says, like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. he's very quiet. Did they do that because of, like, budget cuts or something? And I was like, ah, there's probably some layer in here. And it's because now he's, he's seeing that she will never choose him. And he's, like, upset.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you're telling me it is a half hour more of this part of the movie – they definitely had to cut it probably because they're like, this is a kid's movie. And they're probably like, dude, dude, we got to cut this part. This yeah. movie would have been two hours long if they kept that in. Yeah. This whole scene was great because I love how like, it brings them together. And you're seeing guys in practical costumes in these moments, and it just makes the whole thing so real. You yeah. know, Raphael's in the bathtub. Leonardo is trying to like make sure he's okay. I mean, you're just watching it, and it's like, what is happening? But like you love it because it's not just crazy. Everything's cowabunga. Like this is a real film. This is emotional. There are there are layers to this movie, and you know this is the all is lost moment. If you want to think about it, like in the yeah. film, split with this weird scene now with Splinter, who is like hanging off a fence. They beat the crap out of him. Uh, and of course he's
1: still talking in like you know
0: he's talking in like Buddhist koans to Danny. It's really weird.
1: Who then um, continues to tell this more of the origin story.
0: That's right. This is where we get more of the origin story, which yeah. is great. Cause if you think of how this origin story is interspliced with kind of a coming of age story that's happening at the farm as these mm-hmm. teenagers are coming into their own. That's why I like the way they did that. It's like something that I feel like more superhero movies need to understand. Right. It kind of actually reminds me of Iron Man a little bit, even though Iron Man, the first Iron Man is an origin story he's in this cave coming into his own like trying to develop the iron man concept and everything like there's this whole part of iron man like that in the beginning Mm -hmm. and then he's iron man where like the turtles are the turtles but it takes this moment to become like this team of like ninja turtles yeah yeah this is when you have that amazing meditation scene and probably like the best cgi of the of the of the film right I forgot all about it. But first you see Leonardo, and then Splinter's face, close up on his face, and he's just like, Leonardo. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so weird for everyone listening to the podcast that probably have just heard. If you haven't seen this movie, I, even if I, we just ruined the whole movie for you, you have to see this film. That, this part was crazy because, again,
1: Michael Angel, not saying a word during this time. And then when they're, like, sitting around this, like, kumbaya circle, yeah, that thing turns blue and you got the hologram, which was cool.
0: Oh, really great. um,
1: Of course, he he, even in a spiritual hologram, he's going to start talking what he does. And they all just start crying and hugging. And I was like, I think they put that in there just because Jim Henson wanted to prove that you could make people feel for, like, not a real object. It's a robot or it's a Muppet. Yeah,
0: and I think that what was great is they capture that really well. It's a good lesson, I guess, for like young men. Be like, oh, crying's okay. And if I guess if it's a you know you need to get that lesson from a monster mutant turtle, I mean that's great. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) They come back to New York. Danny is in their their sewer home, which is like, how did he find it?
1: He must have known because like one of the footmen had told him. One of his um, older ninja people.
0: One of the ninja buddies. Yeah. Yeah, but but he—it's. But he ran away there
1: there to run away from
0: Shredder. Right, but everyone is okay with being in a sewer. This is like, (laughs) like, you know, (laughs) there are rats down there. Like, there, like not just Splinter, but like you can't just sleep on the floor. So they find Danny. April gives him a drawing. Of course, Danny, being the worst character in this whole movie, he gets caught by Shredder with his like lie detector blade, you know, and he puts it over him. <laughs> and then the big fight happens at the end, this end fight, Casey Jones is also, you know, fighting Tatsu. When Casey Jones fights that guy, he can't fight unless he's using sporting equipment. So when he finds a random golf club He's able to hit this guy with a golf club. And again, they do that floating from the bottom of the body.
1: The best is. And then he
0: makes a comment like, oh, I'm never going to say bad things about golf anymore. Best line of the movie. Best, best one liner of the movie. I'll never yeah. call golf a dull game again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> First of all, why is there a golf club there? I mean, I mean did they steal it? Probably. Who are they And they
1: have like a locker room. I want to see this guy's cafeteria. There's a cafeteria. There must be a cafeteria.
0: There's got to be. There's got to be. But this is the other thing. Casey Jones is not surprised at all by seeing Splinter. No. Nope. Like, I know he's seen the turtles, but now he's seeing Splinter. And he's like, huh, okay. Well, let's get him out of here. It's just like, wait yeah, a like, second. I have no object questions.
1: Dude, he lives in New York. He's seen it all.
0: Again, 90s. Everyone's a mutant in New York in the 90s, I guess. So it doesn't you know, matter.
1: No one ever told them like, oh, by the way, unless the turtles were like, listen, he's a rat.
0: Splint <laughs> is a gigantic rat.
1: <laughs> might smell like sewage. going to be bleeding all over you. <laughs>
0: he's got, he definitely has rabies. But um, yeah. So they have this whole fight, huge, amazing fight. The turtles are killing teenagers. I mean, these, they all over. They're hitting people over the head with pipes. I mean, when April oh, and Neil's. the first
1: time like, you saw him. Um, he uses his uh, retracting head move. And he's oh, like, yeah. I love being a turtle. This goes back to like, the fun part of the movie where you know, they're wacky and they're just confident. And they're beating them up. And then meanwhile, they're also able to joke around and like, come up with like, yeah. him and Donatello like, love going back and forth. Oh yeah, uh, just saying. It would, which again goes back to those two characters are like the comic relief.
0: Yeah, and
1: Raph is the, the serious one, and Leonardo's just kind of there. They need a person, so yeah. Realize. Oh
0: yeah. Oh, did you catch the homophobic joke? There's like one homophobic joke in this whole movie. <laughs> yes, I did. I caught it. <laughs> it's so weird. Like I was like, wait. He, go? you <laughs> he goes, "You're a claustrophobic." He's like, "Want a punch in the mouth?" I never looked at another man. We couldn't yeah. get through the whole film without one joke. To. You almost made it. So yeah, so they're beating everyone up. I guess it's that easy to get a sewer grate open and like a sewer cover open because like I mean these guys. Just-
1: if you're a mutant turtle. It is.
0: Yeah, but what about the foot soldier?
1: Um, did you notice like they were crawling out of the other hole like the it where, like the clown would would be? Yeah. There was a scene, a part of the scene where it it moved.
0: That guy flew on his stomach. Like, if yeah. you did that in the street, like, you would be ravaged. So, yeah, these are great fight scenes. I really love them. It's so hilarious how you see, like, the streets riddled with what looks like dead foot soldiers all over the place. Um, they go to the roof and they have their unbelievable face off with Splinter, oh, with did? Shredder, I mean.
1: So, I didn't like this scene. <laughs> well, there's a couple of reasons. First of all, first, I'm going to tell you this. It's the only scene that Shredder ever shows in all of. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies, apparently. It's the only scene that Shredder actually shows his fighting style. And oh, moves. yeah. Right. Second, they were getting their asses by <laughs> Shredder. And the whole time I'm going, have they not learned that they need to all four of them team up? Thank you. Okay. You have a leader who didn't even say that. And he's like, all I know is this guy knows where Shredder is. I mean, where Splinter is. And Leonardo runs at him with two fucking swords. Somehow.
0: <laughs> he jumps some... in the air. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's not a move. Somehow. You're, two, a, other, you're a ninja. The
1: other three are like, let's look at that. And they do, <laughs> do
0: nothing.
1: Shredder was like, you fools. The three of you could have
0: yeah.
1: outpowered me. Yeah. He says yeah. it
0: right yeah. there. And he's like, "Now nah, you're dead. Yeah. That's it. And who, shot, is who is shows up? Uh)
1: Who shows up in the most awkward way? Because you're not even watching him climb. How did he get up there? <laughs> the three people controlling him were like, we're not having him move.
0: For what seemed like four days, he has got, he's been, <laughs> been beating this rat. And he's been hanging like he's being crucified. He yes. is not well. He didn't even look like he was
1: still a whole rat at, at <laughs> one point. I thought he was like only like two arms and a face.
0: It seems like whenever a ninja gets angry, they forget that they're ninja because yes. Shredder charges him. That's his move. And now, what is Wait. Sh- <laughs> before we
1: finish that, spoiler. <laughs> spoiler alert. Before that, Shredder says, before Splinter shows up, Shredder says, throw away your weapons. Yeah. And there's this fantastic cut of the ninjas <laughs> getting stuck on the railing. Yeah. You're like, why do you need to show me that? Foreshadowing was huge back then. Because <laughs> you needed to put it there yeah. to explain where he would have gotten nunchucks from. Yeah. In the end. So, yeah. So he charges after him, basically having Leonardo's move. But now yeah. it's the other way around. Instead yeah. of flying in the air, he's running with this thing. And Spittable. the rat, who has been beat up, somehow moves to the side uh, and catches him with a nunchuck.
0: He's holding a full-sized man with what has to be 50 pounds of metal on him with a string. Well, that's really what it is, like around a smooth pole. There's yeah. no way, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's happen- no hook on the pole. Yeah, nothing. There's nothing on the pole. And what does Splinter do? He starts doing his Zen Buddhist thing again. He starts talking to him about like, I don't know what, like trying to oh, teach him a lesson. Oh, because he has
1: to teach him a lesson. He said you will, you will die Unnoble or something
0: Yeah, like that. without honor. Yeah. What does Shredder do? He throws a knife at Splinter, and Splinter yeah. catches it. Catch Like, are you kidding me? I've only seen this thing in a seat, right? A pizza landed in the guy's head. He
1: didn't even catch the pizza. He, he didn't even catch the pizza.
0: He didn't even take it off his own head. No one took it off his head.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't touch that after it touched my head.
0: Steven, no one helped him. He's just like, Ugh. <laughs> so you tell me the He's same like, guy.
1: Kids, that's what he said.
0: The same guy who's been like neglected. Like this is like elder neglect. He, yeah, he he defeats Shredder at the end. You have yeah. four monster turtles. They did he, nothing.
1: Damn. they did nothing. They killed a mm-hmm. bunch of
0: teenagers.
1: The movie did <laughs> in pajamas. In they did okay at the house. They did. Yeah. really good in the ultimate fight against the, yeah. the shoulders. But against Stregor? Nothing. 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 They did <laughs> nothing. And he rat that had been beat up for four days straight. Had, I don't know how he made it. Or maybe he floated to the, to the top
0: of <laughs> it. I don't know, know how he got up there.
1: Okay. <laughs> he was able to take a nunchuck, wrap it around, and then catch a knife.
0: Catch a knife that's just like, whoop. Like. While still doing a speech. Yeah. Like a lifelong speech. And then Shredder falls into a garbage truck. And the best thing. And spoiler alert, and Casey, Casey Jones. Crushes him. Turns it on. This is a PG movie. You see Shredder's helmet being smashed.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Double spoiler alert. In part two, Shredder comes back in one piece. I don't know how that's <laughs> possible. Well, that's Makes that's- no sense.
1: You don't have to make sense of it.
0: And then finally, I guess the cops finally come because someone called 911 because they saw a bunch of dead ninjas on the street. (laughs) They they (laughs) arrest Sam Rockwell and then uh, April O'Neill I guess, gets her job back. April hasn't taken a shower yet and she has to go on TV now. (laughs) And and she tells Casey Jones to shut up and kiss her.
1: So this is why I think they they should have kept more of the scene besides him like, Force force massaging. Yeah. Um, Because then you were like, oh, okay, that came from somewhere. You didn't really see the buildup.
0: I mean, she should have kissed Raphael.
1: That wouldn't have flown back then. (laughs) Interspecies love.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. The movie's over. Unbelievable film.
1: Uh, I can't believe we went this far with it. I didn't think we were going to go this far in depth, but it shows how much you like the movie.
0: Oh my god!
1: Um, basically, we just told the story of the movie. Like we we did everything, everything.
0: It so, might be the wrong way to do this, but I just don't know. There was just so much gold in this movie.
1: I don't think it's the wrong way. I think it's our way. Whatever it is, it, it is. Uh, you know.
0: Did but, you listen to the end credit song, which was a total summary of the entire movie?
1: Yes, we could have <laughs> done that. Was that by? Um, was that by the Humpty Dump?
0: Did no, hum- that's just some random that guy. That? I don't know.
1: Bro, that sets up first of all, really nineties. 90s,
0: Super nineties. 90s. Like,
1: extremely nineties. That was almost like Rocky Five, kind of like. Oh um, my god. Right? Um
0: so all right, so let's let's wrap up. <laughs> okay. It does just pass the test. Pass I the mean test? if you want to go for it, you know.
1: Alright, I'm gonna go first because this is your movie. So um <laughs> I'm going to go first. Uh, Again, like I said in the beginning, I I really was not, uh, I wasn't in it. I wasn't, it didn't grab me. Something about a movie that if it's good, you suspend your disbelief and only good movies or movies that are worth it will make you do that. And then you stop caring about how cheesy or what, there's no way that that could work. It's against all the law of physics and stuff like Fast and Furious and all that. So at first I hated it. I'm glad I looked at it again, and I looked at it a different lens, and it was definitely nostalgic. I started thinking about the cartoon that
0: I, mm. I was really
1: into and how silly everything was, but at the same time, it was kind of like serious, and I liked it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was very 90s. Now, do I think it's a good movie now and wouldn't stand now? I think a lot of the content wouldn't fly. I think a nine-year-old would like it
0: but mm-hmm. like,
1: you wouldn't have shown it to a nine-year-old probably show it to more like like 12 or 13 year old they may not like it anymore but i'm not mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know it is nostalgic so yeah. i'll say yes
0: i liked it that way but i don't know whether it, it's you don't know whether it passes the other test ultimately and like to whether pass whether or not it's
1: like hey this is like it is a good movie
0: mm-hmm. like
1: it was a good movie for its time um it, special effects like i said I think it was great. I think people don't try as hard anymore like that. They just rely on computer, and I thought it was good that they didn't. And it made you feel more real. Um, it made you almost believe more that, oh, this is what they would look like. This is just, and I can't believe I'm analyzing what a turtle would look like. If you, <laughs> right? But where, like, you, where you, when you give me like CGI, I, it's harder for me to believe it mm. and get it. So, yeah. Uh, i don 't know i get i i 'm stuck on this one,
0: I'm yeah, on. yeah, it made me think, like you said, about the cartoon, how much like of my life when I was a kid was re- revolved around that cartoon, actually, with my cousins, we did see the Turtles out of their shell concert at Radio City Music Hall. Wow. which was hilarious, and I did have the music from that concert, and I used to listen to it. Uh, that, wow. it, it reminded me of the games that came out. There was an amazing arcade game that they oh, yeah, that was was. arcade game, and uh, also even like the Impossible game that was on Nintendo. I think that they had a game was, like mo-
1: impossible. Easier,
0: impossible, to 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 play the
1: underwater parts.
0: Yeah, you know we
1: actually almost impossible to beat. Yeah, that only a few to, people know no, how to do it. Anyway, <laughs> you're right though that that spawns so many different things, like the four player arcade game. Everyone yeah. loves, Yeah, you love that game. Yeah, you want to play that game when you see it.
0: Yeah, so uh, It was a cultural phenomenon. And I think for me, when I saw it, I was in that nostalgic space, but I do have to say this movie does pass that test because of the new ones that did come out. And I'm not saying I, I didn't see them, but just watching the trailer freaked me out because, like, it's a bad representation of, of what this was, and I feel like this movie, as a superhero movie, if I'm going to put it up against other superhero movies, the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. And this, I don't know. I think I could put them in the same place. So for me, I feel like I agree. Ninja Turtles does pass the nostalgia test for me. I would probably show people this, and I do recommend and to watch this film because this was good, but surrounded by very bad superhero movies. I mean, you had the Shadow came out after this, the Phantom, the Rocketeer, like a ton of movies before it that were trash flash gordon all that stuff that i I just can't like sit down and watch and then this movie right in the middle but you have movies like street fighter which is bad super mario brothers that was a terrible movie
1: oh my god that was terrible
0: you know so like you're looking i
1: I don't even want to watch that
0: because
1: (laughs) like there's nothing nostalgic about that at all
0: no no movie I i would say ninja turtles for me, it passes the test.
1: Okay, so we agree with that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out there, and this is going to be a future episode. Three Ninjas, <laughs> Rocky Lewis and Malik. Rocky, uh, did you watch that?
0: Well, yeah, I definitely saw it as a kid. It was 1990- 1990. Wow. Oh, yeah, I saw this movie. Oh, on, I'm looking at it right now. 100% saw Three Ninjas. Um, um,
1: yeah, yeah, we need to watch that as a kid's, another kid's movie that's in the future episodes. And I also want to watch Little Trouble, Big China.
0: I mean, do we watch Powder? <laughs> wow.
1: Is that even a good movie? Or is that just weird?
0: I don't know. That movie, I didn't understand it, I think, when I saw it. The guy who got struck by lightning was pale, yeah. I guess. So I don't know.
1: I think he um, had this. But anyways. Wow. Right. So
0: well, we I mean, really it, did it, Manny. This was yeah. a, an epic episode.
1: This is, a, this is an epic one this is a this long is one the, it's detailed this d- one detailed uh,
0: but what seems like we were making fun of but in the end love totally loved it absolutely it's a shame that this movie is not considered the one that made I, the most money but it should because the other one the Michael Bay one made like 400 something million dollars but that's when tickets are like 25 bucks so they also like that's crazy yeah.
1: it? this was independent phenomenal Can't believe That that. once I learned that I was like that's, that's even better
0: total yeah. indie film the clerks of the superhero genre <laughs>
1: uh <laughs> and i'd actually also want to know do you think the cartoon was better than this one
0: yeah or and if you can get your hands on turtles in time just let us know where that is because that movie doesn't it's exist not any- on netflix no no it's <laughs> a, no no it was oh, not on that yeah oh my god yeah i think it's been erased from history thanks <laughs> yeah Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please subscribe to the Nostalgia Test podcast to know when new episodes drop. Don't forget to leave us five stars and a positive review so more people can find the podcast. Share your thoughts and memories on today's topic on our Twitter at Nostalgia Test and on Instagram at The Nostalgia Test. Tune in next time because you never know what pop culture will pop up on The Nostalgia Test.